0: Hello and welcome to Decide to Transform. I'm your host, Tomas Garza. We have a very special show in store for you today. Joining me from Edmonton, Alberta, all the way up in Canada is Cynthia Govro. Now, I'm going to read Cynthia's bio to you in just a moment by way of introduction, but I wanna tell you all, this is a show that I've really been looking forward to for a few weeks now, because a few weeks ago, I was Cynthia's guest on Tea with the Universe, which is her Facebook and YouTube spot. And we had an amazing conversation. And I think we're gonna be picking up some of those threads here today. So before I read uh, all of the uh, this this really, really interesting information that I know you're gonna get a lot of a lot of uh, interest from, a lot of questions from. Cynthia, welcome here to Decide to Transform.
1: Thank you so much. My pleasure.
0: It's a pleasure to have you. I'll read here. Cynthia Govro is a mother, daughter, sister, friend, teacher, student, and dreamer. She has known since she was a young child that she was different and here to change the world but only began sharing her secrets with the public in 2016. Cynthia is very well-versed in the spiritual realm and uses her intuitive gifts and expertise to assist others in living an empowered, harmonious, and abundant life. The services she offers include unique transcendent card and energy readings, meditations, intuitive healing, DNA activation and reprogramming, and trilotherapy. In two words, universal healer. Cynthia is the owner of Wandware Creations, host of the Facebook and YouTube segment Tea with the Universe, the owner of Wand Publishing, and owner and co-creator of The Weekly Wand. And we'll close here with something that I love, which is Cynthia's favorite saying, welcome to the unknown where everything is familiar and anything is possible. Cynthia, it's great to have you. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here.
0: This has been so much fun, and I have to tell you, I'm going back a few weeks to when I was your guest on Tea with the Universe. We spent, I think, one of the most fun half hours that I've had in a long time being interviewed on all things spiritual and the topic of nightly astral projections, astral travel, downloads, and and DNA upgrades, all of that came up. And I know that a lot of the listeners here are very interested in this exact thing, because I've been fielding questions about this on and off for the past year. So I want to start with that, with saying, well, thank you for having me as your guest a few weeks ago, because I love that. That prompted, guys, that prompted this experience right here today. So, uh, you know, you knew when you were very small that you were here to change the world and that you were different. So is there a specific point at which you realize, oh, okay, I, I'm not typical. I'm not usual. I'm here to do something really, really large. When was that for you?
1: I think my earliest memory of realizing that I was different than everyone else was probably about seven years old. I didn't Mm. understand exactly what it meant or how I was going to change the world. And it wasn't necessarily a great thing at that age because everyone wants to fit in. Nobody, you know, no one wants to be the weird one. And I was the weird one. And I knew that internal calling, that, that fire in my soul. I knew there was something. Now I call it special. Back then it wasn't special. Back then it was something weird and different. So yeah. early, early as a, as a young child.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so yeah, around age seven, and uh, I remember not wanting to stand out. I think that's a universal seven-year-old experience, mm-hmm. is it's not being um, too, too standing out, I guess is the right, I'm, I'm looking <laughs> for the right word, I'm not finding it, which is fun. Um, I like that when that happens, by the way. But yeah, people want to tend to blend in and and blend into the background, adults too. So, uh, you know, you mentioned that you had secrets in your bio, uh, you you tell us that you had secrets. Do you wanna tell us some more about that?
1: Well, and that's where I came out of the closet in 2016. I started sharing those secrets, the, you know, the ability to do transcendent card readings and the ability mm-hmm. to do energy readings and the ability to maybe manipulate DNA, of course, with the other person's permission and sharing that I can astral travel and that I can speak to the universe and that I have all of these gifts that are unexplainable. And for the most part, you have to believe, there's not a lot of proof there. It's, it's all a belief system and a trust.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it really is. So uh, at what point did you, did you become aware that you were astral traveling? Do you remember that?
1: I do, mm. and that's um, on Tea with the Universe when I asked you, have you ever remembered anything you didn't know you forgot? Right. That ties into the whole astral traveling thing. That's when that statement was born. I had started, as you saw in my bio, um, I have a trial of therapy diploma. So I have the ability to teach that. But I was a student. When I started trial of therapy, it was to help me come out of a dark place. Mm. I had zero intention of teaching. I didn't even know what I was getting into. Okay. I just... You know, you hit that wall and you go where you you just go where you're drawn. And that's where I ended up. So about my third or fourth class in, I went home that evening, went to bed and woke up in the middle of the night and screamed, oh my God, I remember. Hmm. I astral traveled that night and that was the first time I remembered doing it and then all of these memories came back to me from a child from being a child and going on all of these different trips they all downloaded in that moment. And that is the moment my journey began and everything started coming back and I started remembering things and learning more things and opening up to more things.
0: Yeah. All right. So, and you know, I am wondering, I know a lot of the listeners are wondering, you mentioned trilotherapy. What is that?
1: In a nutshell, it's Western philosophy meets Eastern psychology. Okay. So we all have that internal battle where we're either heart centered or we're headstrong. Mm. Not many of us listen to our soul. So in trilotherapy therapy, you learn that the analogy is the soul is the parent. Mm. The head is the son. The heart is the daughter. We want to bring them all together so that they can work together. And we don't have that internal battle. Okay. So we bring the soul to the forefront, which is bringing the parent home and teaching the children, head and heart, how to get along. So instead of being medicated and told to push your feelings down, we actually invite you to bring your feelings to the surface, feel into them, and then we run deeper into like a belief reprogramming and we allow you to be who you are Mm -hmm. without that judgment, without that internal judgment. Okay. So it's a process, but it's a, I want to say beautiful, it becomes a beautiful process, but it's grueling. There are moments where you want to give in, you know, give up, throw the towel, and because it gets dark, but yeah. it's so beautiful. It's so transformational. It's wonderful.
0: Okay. Now, how old were you when you started this trial of therapy?
1: I was, I think, 42.
0: 42.
1: I think, 41, 42.
0: hmm Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, and you know, the people have heard of all kinds of different types of, of shadow work, which mm-hmm. is, it, it's a, it's a blanket term, of course, you know, you're familiar with it, that, that people use for uh, going really, really deep and in, into yeah. uncomfortable places. And uh, yeah, would, would you care to, to comment any more on some of the un unreal uncomfortable places that you went in your own journey?
1: Yeah, there's so many. I mean, it. I sat, I don't remember going to work. I don't remember eating. However, I know that these, you know, that took place. Okay. But what I do remember is sitting on my couch every day and crying in the dark. It it was as if the world had shut off. No one reached out to me. I didn't get any text messages, any phone calls. It was as if, I sent out the message to just leave me and let me heal. So it was Mm. 10 days. Every night when I would go to bed, I would travel. I would learn more. I would get up the next day, do what, like I said, I don't remember going to work or anything like that. But I do remember sitting on the couch and being in this very, very dark place and just crying and all of these memories all of these thoughts going through my mind and kind of doing that internal belief repatterning and mm-hmm. looking at things from a different perspective and healing certain things but with it was like peeling the layers of an onion you think you're done and then you get deeper and you're sobbing even harder and you're you're dealing with deeper deep you know issues and mm-hmm. i think the biggest one was being a child and feeling like i was bullied and i was picked on Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: i was misunderstood and and disliked however as an adult i took it upon myself to reach out to some of these people that i felt treated me that way
2: Mm. and
1: they had no recollection of that their you know their their remembrance was completely different they thought you know i was a pretty young bubbly funny girl and my memory is I was so withdrawn, and nobody liked me, and so shy, and it just—you sh- you compare stories, and you hear how each person's perspective is so completely different. Yes, and then it takes you that that level deeper, and you realize that it's all in your head. As you know, as cliche as that sounds we project what we feel about ourselves, we project onto other people. So when I'm thinking Mm -hmm. I'm being judged, it was because I wasn't living my true authentic self and I was judging myself. But Mm -hmm. as a child, how are we expected to understand that?
0: Yeah, Yeah, I've not met anybody in my adult life that remembers being seven, uh, for example, and having that kind of ability to understand something as like psychological projection, yeah. which we all do, but...
1: And that's where therapy comes in, because yeah. it takes you back to that moment, and it allows you to reprogram your thought, because mm. you're there physically, you're there emotionally as a child, but you're there physically as an adult, so you can understand, and you can switch it, and look at it like, hey, wait, I was projecting, so yeah. you work through that, and it's almost as simple as that. I mean, there's certain mm-hmm. aspects where you just heal like that and then there's other things right. that require a lot of work, so.
0: Well, that's very true. <laughs> that's very true. It's, it's always a combination mm-hmm.
1: of that. And
0: it's really interesting that you should mention the the peeling um, layers of an onion because the last guest that I had a, a recording with, the show that'll be out in a couple of weeks here, um, was talking about peeling the layers <laughs> of an onion as well. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a couple of times in recently that we've talked about that. And, you know, of course, another thing that strikes me is how much of a journey this really is and, and how important it is for people to have some patience with themselves. So how did you find out about trilotherapy?
1: Ooh! Now we're going deep. <laughs> All right,
0: that's what I aim to do. Um, you do that before. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I hit that wall. I was at the end of my rope. I okay. was. I was done. Mm, mm, mm. I. I. You know, you get to. Not everyone. I'm speaking personally, of course. Sure. I felt that I had no journey. I felt that everything I touched. I soured that um, I had no gifts to share with the world. That my children were probably better off, for lack of better words, than having a failure as a mom. I felt that uh. they were embarrassed, ashamed. That they mm. they had, you know, they weren't proud. That they thought that they would be better off. So, in my mind, I was I was completely done. I was that was the end of it for me. And a girlfriend of mine called me or no, she texted me that day and said, I want you to come to, um, a trial of therapy intro with me tonight. And I said, no, I have plans. Like I I can't go. And she said, no, really, I feel that you would benefit from this. And I was adamant and said, no, I have plans. I'm not going. And she showed (laughs) up at my house and she said, let's go. And I was angry, but I thought, you know what? My plans can wait. I'll go to this course, and when I come home, I'll do what you know, I planned on doing. Sure. So I went to this intro to Trilo, had zero desire to pursue it, and the, instruct, the, the instructor phoned me that night and said, you have energy that I have never, ever seen or felt, ever. Mm. And she said, I want you in my class okay and i had said you know what i don't i, I don't have the funds to do this I, I i don't want to pursue this and she said please just come please and because even though where i was i still believed promises weren't made to be broken and i promised her that i would go mm-hmm. i went okay and the rest is history
0: <laughs> yeah all right. Yeah. Yes. And this is a, that's very, very interesting because it's, there are so many different healing modalities and therapeutic modalities out there. And I keep as just being the host of this podcast, I learn about new modalities all the time. And what strikes me is how amazing it is that human beings have so many different tools at their disposal. Yeah. When the decision's made, there are a lot of ways, many ways, that, that we can go deeper with ourselves.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and now you've also mentioned in your bio some things that I'd love to talk about, and one of those is DNA activation and reprogramming. So this is something that is, is current, we talked about this a little bit on Tea with the Universe and uh, this is something that uh, people are experiencing here right now and in, in this current time. So what, what exactly is that? I mean, what's really going on there?
1: Yeah, that's a very difficult question to answer because we're all wired differently. So, it, it, there's never, ever two experiences that are the same. Yeah. I've worked with quite a few people and the dynamics about it have never been the same. It's, um, it's an energy connection and how the energy decides to work together. Mm-hmm. So with one lady that I worked with, it was all done while we were asleep. And I did astral traveling and then worked on her. With another lady, it was done in um, a facility called Clarity in the Eye Pyramid Room, which is this amazing structure that has so many different frequencies and vibrations coming through. And I was alert and she, well, we were both alert, but she was in a meditative state.
0: Okay. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, With other people, it can be done by distant healing. It's all about how I connect with the individual and what their needs are. Okay. The outcome is the same, it's healing, but mm-hmm. it, the way I go about it is completely different with everyone.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. well, and I, I, love, I love that you you pointed out that' it's, it's very in fact vastly different for everybody because mm-hmm. there's a, there's a sense, a, a common sense that that's actually the same. Clearly, it's not for people. Um, now, how does one then reprogram DNA?
1: <laughs> um, so it has to be a mutual agreement. Okay. I can never, ever work on anyone without their permission, ever. So if you were to come to me and say, you know, I have this and this and this, Wrong or this ails me, or I okay. have this childhood trauma that I want to work through. Mm-hmm. I would, we would you know work out an agreement of what you would want me to do and what you wouldn't want me to do, and then the best way for me to describe it, because there's there's really no words. So to give you a visual, it's almost like I shrink down to like this tiny little person that can go inside your body. Okay, and it's like a stereo if you hook the wires up incorrectly, there's gonna be static or it's not going to work. So to visualize it, I'm inside of you and I'm looking at your DNA strands and seeing that red is sometimes connected with blue or just dangling there or you know, is frayed. So I go in and kind of piece it back together and put okay. home, you know red with red, blue with blue. And then we work from there. Okay. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of a visual That's not exactly how it goes, but that's the best way to describe it.
0: Well, I think that's very helpful for the listener. So yeah, thank you for that, (laughs) for the visual, because we're we're here with just the audio. So it's, I think it's fun to imagine a very small person going in and reconnecting. That's the word that comes to my mind, is reconnecting pieces that might be frayed, right, or uh, mismatched, somehow uh, mm-hmm. now what to, uh, now when you, when you undergo this procedure uh, for for somebody for example what uh, what do they then begin to experience i'm sure it varies however you know what uh, what commonly happens after this
1: um one thing that like you said it is very different for everyone but one thing in common is People start feeling sensations where they haven't felt sensations in a long time. Okay. For example, someone that may have had hip surgery and has no more feeling in the hip, they start to feel tingles and feel life and feel blood flow in that area of their body. So they just start to feel alive. They start to feel sensations again.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it's a, a part that, um, you no, know, are they often aware that? Do they haven't had have no sensations there or? Um... No,
1: they okay. only realize that once they start to feel um, the tingles, for example, one of the most recent ladies I worked with said that when I work with, and another thing I should mention, I feel everything that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So I know exactly where you're, where you're being worked on. I can uh, feel it going through in my body. It's like a mirrored image. Oh uh, yeah. So Um, One of the things she felt because so much of her body had been turned off, she felt as though she was getting a blood transfusion every time we got together because her blood would start pumping and start feeling. And it was kind of like a blood transfusion. However, it was like an energy transfusion Mm -hmm. more so than a blood transfusion. But you just, it's that, that energetic feeling, the knowing, the feeling that, oh, I haven't felt that in a long time, bringing life back to Parts of your body that you 've forgotten about
0: okay, yeah, very, very interesting um, the The transfusion is is a very strong visual for people, mm-hmm. but really that 's a, a lot like these we, we use the word downloads i don 't know, I yes. use that word downloads, we talked about this on on your show a few weeks ago, uh, these experiences that people are having between 2 and 4 a.m., for example, there, there's a, well, there's a, an influx of information, which is the best way that I can describe it. So, uh, you know, for you, in your own experience, what's going on for you every evening here?
1: I'm not remembering a lot. I know that I'm getting downloads, but yeah, I know that there's a collective greater good happening
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you know things that we are experiencing have we haven't experienced in um i want to say human history to our knowledge because you know certain alignments and certain certain things just haven't al- aligned mm-hmm. yeah. yeah in it's documented for us because I believe we've been around a lot longer than, you know, what's documented. So I want, <laughs> I want yes. to say that in what's documented, everything is new. And that's why it's so hard to believe. And so many people are being called crazy and, you know, so much of this. And, yeah. you know, people are saying, oh, you're going to blame it on the new moon or you're going to blame it on the stars. And, but it's not blame. It's, uh, it, it really is it's happening. Certain things are happening right now. And collectively, a lot of people are waking up. Yeah. And I know waking up is being used so loosely these days, but, but it's true. I mean, we're remembering things that we didn't know we forgot, for example, you know, we're listening to that intuitive gut feeling. We're getting those downloads at night. We're waking up in the morning with amazing ideas and we're not remembering where they came from. And sometimes we are remembering. So there's just
2: mm-hmm.
1: like, a personal example is I've been having a lot of issues with foods lately, okay. with a lot of things that I've been ingesting. Mm-hmm. And I had a chat with the universe, tea with the universe, for example. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, and the message that was given to me is simple. And if, if we only ever thought of this, it's so simple. Is it nutritional? Is it nutritious? That is mm. my question. The universe said to me, don't read the calories, don't read the ingredients, don't look, <laughs> yeah. at look at that, don't worry about gluten, don't worry about vegan. Look at it, feel into it. Is it nutritious? If your body says it's nutritious, ingest it. If your mm-hmm. body says it isn't, don't eat it. Like it's as simple as that. We think so much about things, we forget about the simple things. Like, is it nutritious? How simple is that? Right. So, and that was my most recent download. Like you, mm. you know, ask yourself, is it nutritious mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually? Is it nutritious?
0: Okay. Yes. Now, no. Is it often your experience where you get an answer to a question or specific words spoken to you? Or is it often more nebulous than that?
1: It's a variety. I writing. find, okay. yeah, when in doubt, I write a letter to the universe, I will write it, put it under my pillow, and I will sleep on it until I get whatever, until I know that I have the answer, whether it's a positive answer, negative answer, the universe lets me know when the, I've, I've received that answer. Okay. So in those cases, it's not even always an answer. Sometimes it's a situation.
2: Mm-hmm. something
1: happens. So it's, it, it's all over the spectrum. There's never just one way. There's, I'm learning something new all the time and in a different way.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's the way a lot of people have, have described it. Uh, you're actually the first guest who has uh, wanted to spend a lot of time on this. And I'm really happy about that <laughs> because I'm, I'm also experiencing these and, and people have asked me questions. And sometimes there's a a clear message um, in language that mm-hmm. we would recognize. Sometimes there's not. So yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's very interesting to hear from you. And, and then, you know, what is, uh, what's going on with the time frame that these types of things occur? This is not every night for a lot of people, but mm-hmm. often. And it, it's in the middle of the night, between two and four, two and 5 a.m. So what's the significance of that period of time?
1: Well, that's um between two and four generally means your guides are trying to tell you something, share something okay. with you that you're yeah. taking a download, like not necessarily to change your life, but to make a change. Like mm-hmm. it's um it, it really depends for everyone, but the, the generally between two and four, it's about change. It's about learning, it's about growth, it's about change, it's about mm-hmm messages okay just messages
0: yeah 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 well and that's a a time a time frame in in certain healing and plant medicine ceremonies where it's said that uh it's very active the medicine's very active Mm -hmm. between two and four in the morning uh, kind of for 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 that reason um it's like there's a a thinness or a thinning of of a veil yeah
1: Yes. And I mean, the closer to a new moon and a full moon and a blue mm. moon and a wolf mm-hmm. moon, like these certain things and, um, depending on what's in retrograde and where the planets align. And there are so many different factors that in yeah. you know that that weigh on what you're experiencing. And mm-hmm. like last night, I can't remember everything, but I know when I travel especially if there's a lot of downloads, there's a lot of spinning and contorting and like expanding and shrinking. And, and there was a lot of that last night. I'm not too sure where I went, what, what I gathered. I I don't recall in this moment, but what I do remember is the, you know, the expansion and the contraction and the spinning and the vortex and, you know, imploding and exploding all at the same time. And if anyone's astral traveled and they remember, they can understand Mm -hmm. that. Yes. Yeah, so it sounds unusual to someone that has never experienced it, but to someone that has, they they know exactly what Mm -hmm. it is.
0: Yes, yeah, and do you feel like there are a lot of people that have experienced that, that have experienced astral travel, yet they're not consciously aware of that?
1: I do, and I feel that there are even more that are consciously aware, but are in the closet, because they're afraid to come out and tell someone, because if they haven't experienced that, who's going to believe you?
0: Uh, yes.
1: that's why I love to share this. That's why I created Tea with the Universe. Mm -hmm. I want people to have a safe space. I want people to talk about this. The more we talk about it, the more we come together, the more we grow, the more, for lack of a better word, powerful we become.
0: Mm -hmm. So... I I love this. And uh, let's talk about Tea with the Universe right now, since you mentioned that as a safe space. That's deeply resonant with with me as a podcast host. It's one of the things that I seek to do for people is give them a space to express their message to a different Mm -hmm. audience. Yeah, in a a safe space. And um, well, you know, we talked about this on Tea with the Universe. So would you like to say a little bit more to the listeners here about that platform?
1: Sure. It's, uh, it's a safe space to come and talk about anything. I mean, sometimes we talk about astral traveling. Other times we talk about the weather. Other times we talk mm-hmm. about childhood trauma. Other times we talk about past life regression or adult trauma. It's, it's organic conversation between yeah. myself, my guest, and the universe. And mm-hmm. I find that no matter what topic... Uh, no matter what the topic is during that segment, the right viewers tune in, yeah. and somebody is always being helped or somebody always has a question. Like it's, it's, it's a universal conversation. It's never pre-planned. Just like ours, it was not pre-planned. We mm-hmm. came on, and we just let the universe take over, and whatever came up came up. Yes, and that's one of the things I love about it. And one thing I get from people is. They want to come on, but they don't think they have anything to share. And I always, always, always invite people. Everyone has a story that resonates with someone else. Mm -hmm. I invite everyone on my segment because it's for everyone. It's not just for the spiritual person. It's not just for the abused person. It's not just for the introvert or extrovert. It is for everyone. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, I, 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 I really love that, that it's for everybody. And uh, you know, what would you say to the people that are having astral travel or download type experiences, and they don't feel like they have a, a place to talk about it? You know, what, what's your message to these folks? Because oh. they're out there, like you mentioned.
1: Stay tuned till the end of the segment and I'll leave my uh, contact information. Please contact me. I would love to hear and share and, and journey with you because that is my fuel that excites Mm. my spirit and my soul. It's the more I talk about it, the more people that have experienced it, the more it's just amazing. How, and I've kept it to myself for so long so I could go on and on and on and talk for days and months about this because it is, it's so amazing and invigorating and, mm-hmm. and just incredible. I want to hear everyone's story. I want to be, I just, I want to hear it all. So share, 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 yeah. share, share, share. And yeah. you know what? We will find each other. Don't worry about mm-hmm. the people that don't believe you or question it.
0: Okay. Shine right.
1: your beacon so that the people that have gone out there with you can find you.
0: <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, I really love that. And this is a, a a depth and complexity to tea with the universe that was under the surface a few weeks ago when uh, when Lisa and I appeared on your show. Mm-hmm. thats uh, I'm, I'm happy that you take that you're taking the time right now to talk about. Is this is this is going to impact a lot of people listening to this show? This is going on. People are asking me about this, and you know I'm. I'm. I'm fortunate enough, you're fortunate enough to have safe spaces where we can talk about it, but clearly, clearly not everybody is because these are not experiences that people are necessarily used to having. So yeah, and I very much invite all of the listeners to please stay tuned until the end of the segment, which is not right now because we have plenty more to talk about, (laughs) but this is really, really good. It's Tea with the Universe, and uh, Cynthia will give in a few minutes her contact information ways that you can get a hold of her personally and find out more about this segment, and I'll just put another plug for it. I thought it was great fun. <laughs> to, to be it on to of the universe, <laughs> yeah. We had so
1: much chemistry, um me, you, and Lisa. It was just, it was fireworks. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's, I really, really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was fun. And for the listeners, I'm, we're referring to my good friend and business partner, Lisa Barry, who's appeared on several interviews here on this show, uh, co-hosting with me. And okay. So this is really, really good because there's so many people that are having these types of experiences. Um, you know exactly what that's like because you were aware at a very young age that, that you were different, so uh, you know is there one thing that's blocking people from from sharing more than anything else in, in your experience
1: um in my experience, and this is a different time than now, I find things are more acceptable now, however, people still you know there's still that fear of being judged that will be with yeah. us well. I'm not going to say that will be with us forever because once we all release ego and go within instead of without, Mm -hmm. we will release that. And there won't be that fear of judgment. But for now, we come from a place of we're conditioned. So we fear what other people think of us. And as a child or even as an adult now, um, I find that a lot of people are afraid there's that fear base. I don't want to tell my best friend. I don't want to tell my partner. I don't want to tell yeah. my parents because I don't want them to think I'm crazy. <laughs> because it's not, people like proof, especially nowadays, more so than before I find. People always want proof because if you go to the, the internet, you can prove something, you can disprove just prove something. So they want <laughs> concrete evidence. Yeah. How can you prove that you are out astral traveling in other dimensions?
0: No.
1: yeah like you really can't Mm -mm. other than sharing your story and hoping that the person you're talking to says oh my god I did that too
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: so that you know it's it's kind of a catch-22 because you want to share I know I did I wanted to tell the world oh yeah but there there was no one to listen or to hear me Mm-hmm. So I that's right now by doing this. And again, thank you so much for inviting me on here. Absolutely. To give people, the outlet to give people yeah. the hey, I'm listening, share your story because I want to travel with you.
0: Yes, and this is what we want. This is what Cynthia and I want. This is what every podcast host, radio show host wants is to give you, the listener, this space. So if this is something that you're interested in, we do want you to stay tuned so you can get a hold of Cynthia, you can get a hold of me because there are multiple, multiple outlets for you and it will help you in your healing journey.
1: Even if you want to remain anonymous, like I, yeah. I have a, I have a publication called The Weekly Wand where people mm-hmm. submit things and remain anonymous because they don't want to be judged, but they want to share their story. So that's another yeah. layer. That's something else I can share. So if people want to share something, but they don't want anyone to know, please just... Email me, send me something, and it can be anonymous. I I just want to hear your stories. I love them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We we all do. And and that makes us as as hosts of of podcasts that much more likely to say, okay, come on, come on and then tell me more about that.
1: Yeah.
0: You asked me that several times. I remember. Tell me more about that. Yeah. (laughs) Because
1: I just love to hear, right? It's like, ooh, tell me. I wanna yeah. compare notes. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 it's so interesting when people have had these types of, of experiences and, and even if you haven't, you might know people that have. And, yeah. and they might want to come to you because you might be their safe space as well.
1: And that's, you know, that's another thing that mm. this, the circle is so broad mm. that if I don't resonate with someone, I know someone that will. You know, there's yeah. always someone that knows someone that you may resonate with. So,
0: right, yeah, that's true. that, that, that that's absolutely, uh, definitely true. And so, this is very, very important that uh, that people know that that you've got a, a a place or several places, frankly, to have this kind of conversation. Because there are a lot of there are reasons why, if this is happening to you, there are reasons why this yeah. is happening.
1: You're not the only one.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're not. Well, it's happening to the two of us for sure, and, yeah, uh, and we're not and, the only ones.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know many people. So I mean it's we yeah. always think we're alone because it's not the norm or the mainstream. Who wants to be mainstream anyway? I love this. I invite this. I I welcome it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in my late 40s, I've I've come to believe the same thing that it's more fun to be Weird, so to speak, and different. Yes.
1: Because, you, like I said, you shine that beacon; the other, for lack of a better word, weirdos find you and join yeah. you, and you build your tribe.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, this is something that uh, I would encourage all people to to do. Is you never know who you're going to reach with your story. So we we yeah. absolutely do want to encourage you to tell it. there's a lot of energy behind that. Yeah. Yeah. whose
1: life you're going to change, whose life you may save.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yep. Yeah. So we're, Cynthia and I are both putting in a pitch for you to find someone safe, uh, reach out and tell them because you, mm. never, you never know. You just don't ever know. And yeah. Cynthia, I want to come back to something that you said a minute ago. And that's uh, about collectively we're remembering. So, w- would you say some more about that? Because I know people are curious about this. There's a lot of talk about it. But, you know, in your experience, what does this actually mean?
1: For me personally, it means building that tribe, uh-huh. coming together with people, even, you know, you and I being connected right now. Mm-hmm. It's just that the five degrees of separation. Right. The truer we are to ourselves, the more authentic we are, the better chance we have of collectively building this. And again, another cliche new norm, because you know, what I see coming in the future, and this is a whole other segment. Sure. But what I see in our future is not necessarily what my next door neighbor sees. And I feel, and again, this is me personally, I feel that what I see is correct. And I know they probably feel what they see is correct, Mm -hmm. but I just think the more people that feel into that authenticity of soul and, you know, listen less to what other people think and listen to less to what they think, start feeling, Mm -hmm. think less, feel more. That's Mm -hmm. another one of the things I tell people a lot, think less, feel more. You will never get the wrong answer when you feel into something. If it feels right, it is. When you think about something, if people have ever noticed, the more time you think, the more confused you get. Because then we have that head and that heart. You know, that's where trial therapy comes into it. You have that battle, that internal battle. Do I listen to my head? Do I listen to my heart? Mm -hmm. Feel into it. Come from your center. Come from your essence. You will always get that right answer. Whether it's what you want to hear or not, you Mm -hmm. get what is needed in that moment. And collectively, the more of us that do that, the more of us that will come together. Because I feel, had you not been listening to your internal authenticity, authentic self, had I not listened to my authentic self, you and I never would have connected Mm -hmm. had I not responded to Lisa when she reached out to me. You know, this never would have happened. So it's all about authenticity.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel that anyway
0: well and, and i would agree and I, I think that this is something that that people would in general have a hard time disagreeing with because it is all about authenticity yet as human beings we spend so much time being very very radically inauthentic especially with ourselves first of all yeah yeah, yeah and you know it's well, it's, it's, it's rampant, it's prevalent. So what do you suggest for somebody that would, is, is interested in doing this kind of, of paying attention to what they feel and, and uh, getting more out of their head? Are there certain modalities, certain practices or techniques that, that you'd recommend to somebody that wants to work on that a little
1: bit? Yes, um, it starts right here. You start with self and then it will expand. So what I generally tell people is, you know, the harsh reality is get out of your own head. Yeah. Now, how to do that are small, simple steps that require a (sighs) lot. They're, I I don't want to say simple and I don't want to say small because that's taking away from them. Sure. Because they seem small, but they are huge. You know, when you walk by the mirror, instead of looking away from it and not liking who you see, tell yourself one thing you like about yourself that day, whether it's your socks, whether it's um, your smile, whether it just, or flash yourself a smile. Just when you walk past a mirror, just do something like that. Mm -hmm. Write that letter and put it under your pillow to the universe. Um, Meditation helps. And I know so many people feel they don't know how to meditate that medit- and meditation is merely closing your eyes and taking a deep breath
2: mm-hmm.
1: just you know go within when you have that internal turmoil kind of step away from it yeah and it'll teach you how to quiet the mind I mean sit in silence go for a walk close your eyes cry All of these things that, you know, people maybe look at as being weak or unnecessary are not. It's, it's, and that's why I say those little things because they seem little, but they take so much strength and so much courage as, as silly as it sounds to look at yourself in a mirror and give yourself a wink and a gun or say, Hey, I like you. Mm -hmm. Hey, I like you. How many of us struggle with looking in the mirror and saying, Hey, I like you. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't start there. You start with, I like my big toe. It seems so simple and so tiny, but Mm -hmm. it grows, it expands and smile at yourself. And then you'll notice that you're doing other things. And then all of a sudden you're looking in the mirror and you do like who you see. And then you set the precedence for other people because other people see that you like who you are. They now have to step up their game. You yes. set your vibration higher; they either have to vibrate higher, or they vibrate out, and someone else vibrates in. Mm-hmm. So, but it all starts at home. It all starts within. We all have to learn to love and accept ourselves. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, my one-word response to that is: is yes. We all. <laughs> Yeah, because we, we, we all do, we all have to learn to love and accept ourselves. And I, I thank you for sharing that list of what works for you because I think the thing that stands out is these are all practical. Uh, they're not necessarily easy to do by any stretch, but they're very practical and anyone can do them. Yeah.
1: And it's difficult. It, it, I mean, I remember when I started looking at myself in the mirror it's a, you know, eyes are windows to the soul. They yeah. see everything, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: we don't always like what we see. But we have the ability to learn to love what we see, and we also have the ability, with the help of others, with tools, to fix. And I don't want to say what's broken because people aren't broken. People just need to be. They need to learn how to love themselves, how to accept themselves, and how to deal with emotional trauma and that's where belief repatterning and and stuff like that comes in in dna activation yeah and but there's so many modalities those aren't the only two it's whatever works for you mm. whatever you're drawn to but uh, you know when your car is broken you take it to a mechanic so let's change our oil let's let's just give ourselves an oil change and see how much better we run
0: <laughs> mm. much better yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we really do. And this is the, the beautiful thing about this is that uh, we're so fortunate to be living in the 21st century and, and pandemic aside, all of this aside, everybody has all of these tools at their disposal 24 hours a day.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, like you said a few minutes earlier, there's never been a time like this in human history. Yeah. Um, at all. Now, as far as that goes, then you offer a number of different services. So I, I know we've been talking about Tea with the Universe, and I really want to impress on all of the listeners to please, please reach out to Cynthia. Please reach out to people you know that have podcasts, because we all, all of us, each and every one of us wants to hear your story. But Cynthia, how can how can people get a hold of you in particular?
1: Um, I can be reached on Facebook at a Cynthia Govro or which might be easier um, the weekly wand Facebook page. Okay. I invite everyone to check that out. I do daily affirmations and um, I interact with everyone and leave just self-help stuff. And <laughs> it's just a really fun place to go and feel better about yourself. It's, yeah. it's just a positive environment. And um, I have cynthia.services. That's another one of my websites that highlight everything that I'm doing right now. So if anyone has any questions or wants to reach out to me, I can definitely be reached at or info at cynthia.services as well. Okay. So, um, yeah.
0: And that, that, that's info, just to clarify, at cynthia.services. Is that .com?
1: There's nothing. It's just Cynthia.Services.
0: I love it. Okay. Yeah. And you were going to say something else there. yeah?
1: And I was going to say, and and a side little gig that I do that, you know, really has nothing to do with anything else is I own Juan Publishing. Mm -hmm. So if anyone is interested in that as well, you can find all of that on um, my Cynthia.Services page. And if it's not too confusing, you can reach me for anything publishing related at Cynthia at wandpublishing.ca.
0: Okay, well, and uh, <laughs> you know, as, as we're talking about this, I'm writing this down because we're gonna repeat it all, just you know, in case somebody didn't catch it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and so then on Facebook, it's Cynthia Govro, Gauvreau, G-A-U-V-R-E-A-U, or the Weekly Wand, your yeah. Facebook page. Right. Yeah. And then email is info at Cynthia dot services. Yes. It's wand publishing, the publishing, the publishing wand. house of the weekly wand. Wand publishing. So we've got Cynthia at wandpublishing.ca dot C A. Canada. Yes. Yeah. I always want to repeat it. You know, because I'm often one of these people that's oh. caught without a pen, I'm listening to a podcast, I'm loving the guest, I'm loving the host, loving the content, and then this segment of the broadcast comes up and I don't remember at all what what it yeah. said. So yeah, but I mean, again, we really, really want to impress upon all of the listeners the importance of of telling your own story, because you don't know who you're going to reach. And again, the show that, that Cynthia and I have been talking about is Tea with the Universe. And now, how would people, would they reach you in any of these ways to any. be a guest yeah. on that? Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: I love it. Well, wonderful. And I
1: invite everyone to reach out because yeah. and like I said earlier, you have a story that someone needs to hear. Mm-hmm. Everyone does. Everyone. Yep.
0: Yes. Yeah. We obviously can't emphasize that enough because uh, there's so much energy behind that. There's so much power behind it. And and for you as the one telling it, there's a tremendous amount of healing, not only for other people that will hear it, but also for yourself, maybe more importantly. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's It's a big, big deal. So, Cynthia, as, as we wrap up today, this has been fun and, and a pleasure. And I'm really happy that we had this conversation about people's stories. There's a lot of energy here for, for both of us. Now, um, are there any um, kind of parting, parting words or anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners today?
1: Oh, I think the main thing is is just be who you are, because you're always going to impress someone and you're always going to upset someone. But at the end of the day, if you're true to who you are, you get to go to bed with that clear conscience. It doesn't matter how you leave others at the end of the day. What matters is that you were true to yourself. Like I, you know, something that, something that some of us battle with is, well, they don't like us or they think that blah, blah, blah about us. When in reality, they have their own stuff going on. They're not thinking about you. That's mm-hmm. in your own head again, thinking and projecting. So do what makes you happy because no matter what, somebody is going to be upset. So at the end of the day, you may as well be the one that's happy. Yes. Yeah, like just do you, and you're, the right people will find you and surround themselves. To, you know, surround you, and and again, reach out to me. I want to hear all your astral traveling stories. I want to hear and other, not just astral traveling stories. I mean, I want to hear everything.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and again, it's, it's Cynthia Govro and the Weekly Wand on Facebook and info at Cynthia.services to get a hold of you. And uh, I, I really hope that you get a lot of people flooding your way, because it's a really wonderful show. And it, it was absolutely my pleasure to have been your guest a few weeks ago. And it's, it's been a lot of fun. And it's been uh, my pleasure to have this conversation with you today. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you for the invite. I, it was wonderful. It, I, I enjoyed myself.
0: Perfect. And this has been Cynthia Govro here on Decide to Transform. So be sure you check out the weekly wand, wand publishing info at Cynthia.services serv- and Tea with the Universe a segment where Cynthia invites you to tell your story, no matter what it is. She's a definitely um, a, a wonderful host and a safe space for you. So this has been a really, really fun time. Again, thank you.
1: Thank you. Namaste.
0: Thank you so much. And thank you all for listening. This has been Decide to Transform and we will see y'all back here soon.